0: Empire Building, the podcast where we talk about building big businesses and even bigger lives. I'm your host, Seychelle Van Poole. I'm Sarah Reynolds.
1: I'm Via Williams. And I'm Wendy Papazian. I think as entrepreneurs, we understand that in order to grow our business, we need to let go of some things we're not good at or maybe can be done cheaper by someone else. However, what a lot of people don't understand is sometimes hiring starts at home, especially when you're starting your business. So today, we're going to talk about hiring at home, and we're going to go over an exercise to determine your hourly wage. We'll talk about ways to overcome that leverage guilt if you have it at home. And then we're going to provide you with almost 50 ways to get leverage at home. So this episode is going to be so juicy and packed full of tips. You're going to love it.
0: I'm I excited because I have my, uh, yeah, I was like, I have my notepad out. So yes, get, you, get,
1: get
2: your notepad out. We are leveraged starting at home is today. Yes. <laughs> and, you know,
0: although I'm not a huge fan of Grant Cardone, I do really love this quote by him, which he says rich people treat time differently. They buy it while poor people sell it, and the wealthy know time is more valuable than money itself. So they hire people for the things they're not good at or aren't a productive use of their time. Um, I guess we're from from not Grant getting Cardone. Grant Cardone on the podcast. I guess yeah, that's what you just. <laughs> I just said. On our podcast,
3: that's we why I, you will not see Grant here in the future. <laughs> yeah, we will quote Sorry. you. but We will. But we will- <laughs> yeah, he's not coming.
0: Okay. So you know, I think if. If wealthy people are hiring other people to do things for them because it's not worth their time, and we know that time is the most precious resource that we have, you know, I think the first place we need to start then is figuring out how much is my time worth, right? And what is my hourly wage so that if I'm going to hire somebody else to do something, I know if it's worth my time or not. So... If you don't know how to figure out your hourly wage, we're going to give you... Here's just a really quick way to figure that out. So the first thing that you're going to do is I want you to take and figure out how much money you made last year. And for example's sake, let's just say you made $100,000 last year. Then what I want you to do is to figure out how many hours a week you work. And you're going to multiply that by 50. 50 represents 50 weeks a year. You're going to take two weeks off. So multiply that by 50. So let's say you work 40 hours a week. And you're going to multiply that by 50 weeks. That's 2,000 hours. So then what you're going to do is you're going to take $100,000 and you're going to divide that by 2,000 hours. And that's going to give you a number of $50 an hour. So now that you know for this example, right? Let's just say now that we're pretending that we're all making $50 an hour for a second. Once you know your hourly wage, now you can start taking a look at things that may or may not be worth you doing. That are paying you less than fifty dollars an hour, and if that's the case, then maybe that's something that we should look at leveraging.
2: And I love this from a obviously from a number standpoint, and knowing your dollar per hour is so so important. Uh, before I knew how to do the math on it or was walked through this exercise. One of our all of our mentors, when he used to say, you know, if you're cutting your own grass, like that is your that's your job. Basically, your time is your money. So that means that then equates to your hour, your hourly rate, right? But if you know you can make more income not doing that, taking that hour and replacing it, right? Then what you would be paying someone else to do it—that's where true growth happens. And so, even I love this exercise, and everyone needs to do it. And it, there is also like just with simple things, like just think to yourself, is my hourly wage higher than that? Because a lot of us know without running the math too. Yeah. Um, and so both ways are great. So, because we don't want you guys crashing and doing the math if, <laughs> while you're driving, uh, pull over <laughs> and do it or, and or just do a simple, <laughs> like, I do make more than a landscaper. Okay, let me not do that. <laughs> well, and I think this is a really good transition
3: into leverage guilt, right? Because for me... I feel guilty spending that money, especially like right now. This is a good example. In my real life right now, we have a housekeeper come every other week. To be honest, with two kids, a husband, two dogs, and two cats, we really need someone three days a week, let alone every other week, right? And it is only by doing exercises like this that I remind myself, you know, what I'm worth, you know, and that, okay, what if that three hours a week I'm spending doing household chores, what could I replace that with? To get rid of that guilt, to make myself feel better so that I'm you know, replacing it potentially with dollar productive activities. Because I'll tell you, I'm not hanging out with my family during that three hours, not when I'm cleaning and tidying and whatever. So I might as well do a dollar productive activity. So I think yeah, that's actually Yeah, and you guys have been really
0: that. instrumental for me and, and our whole like, Five Dolls Group has been really instrumental for me in that I didn't have a problem with the housekeeper that like came with our marriage, and she's amazing, and that was like part of the like we didn't have a prenup, but if we did, Sally was part of the prenup. <laughs> I was like, yes, <laughs> we will have <laughs> Sally as part of this. Um,
1: <laughs> okay, so that was like
0: Nick's indentured servant. Or <laughs> so what Sally came with me. <laughs> no, was like, she? Like, I was like, you're oh, gonna marry me? I was like, yes, okay. Sally okay. comes okay, with our marriage because I don't do well scrubbing toilets, <laughs> <laughs> but. I will say, when it comes to the mom (laughs) side of things like meal cooking, errand running, birthday gift prepping, birthday party planning, like all of these other things that we do that suck up time, I didn't understand even or like have an idea that somebody else could do those for me. And until I really saw you guys modeling that behavior, it really opened my mind to the fact that I'm wasting a lot of time during the week not spending time with my family, doing things that are not dollar productive for my bottom line, but also aren't productive towards my family life. And uh, that was a huge game changer for me. So I really appreciate it.
1: And I think this is particularly true for women because if you look at the statistics in almost every country, women do more unpaid work than men. Actually, every Mm -hmm. country. The only one that comes close is Sweden where uh, women do three and a half hours of unpaid work a day and men do three hours. In the United States... Uh, men do about four hours of sorry, women do about four hours of unpaid work every day, and uh, women and men do about two and a half. So it's just it's just as particularly true. And I know for me, you know, I'd been a stay at home mom for five years, and you know, Jay would come home every day, and things were really buttoned up, you know. and uh, and so then, when I started my business, it was a struggle for me to transition from that. To thinking about hiring, you know, a housekeeper or whatever that is. And then I'm just super thrifty too. So I never wanted to spend the money. And I never really understood that the payoff could come because in that five years, you know, I'd been doing lots of unpaid work. I'd been building all of our investment properties. I was doing tons of sweat equity. You know, if I had to change anything, I'd go back and not paint all those rental properties that I did. I used to do the make readies for our rental properties. I'd bring my kids there and we'd, you know, scrub the floors together, which hopefully gave him some character, but wasn't honestly a really good use of my time if I, if I think back on it. So if you struggle with it, just know that it's your normal. I, I do think... And one thing I want to add here is... And I've seen this
2: in our friend, uh, Diane. She loves to serve people and do things for other people. Mm-hmm. And I will have to say, and my husband is the same way. I will have to say, I, I think there's a difference between the business side of things and understanding your dollar per hour and things like that. And I think we need to recognize that there are
1: some people that that is how they get a lot of joy
2: yeah. out of serving those they love or yeah, doing that's their things. love language. Yes, yes yeah. that's their love I mean, that, language. That,
1: and, that is, that, and that's totally my love language is acts of service.
2: And I think it's even yeah, harder for the people that have that love language too. Yeah. To be honest, this is yeah. even harder, right? So there are some things that we do that bring us joy that also mm-hmm. like might not make business financial sense. And you also have our permission <laughs> yeah. to do that. Like as we go through this list, like if it's something like, well, I love doing that, right?
0: You bring up that's such a good <laughs> catch, Sarah. Like my love language is access service, but what I learned is is that like Nick's love language is time. And so while I'm doing all these acts of mm-hmm. service, thinking that I'm I was serving us and doing all of these things, he's over here just ticked he doesn't have quality time. You know, and so I think it's you know, we have to keep in yes. mind too that if we do have a partner as a part of this equation or a spouse or, you know, whomever with you in this, also understanding what is important to them too, because we might be thinking we're adding all this value, which I did. I was like, oh, I unloaded the dishwasher. And he's like, I still didn't see you today, you know. <laughs> so <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> or even You're if like, it's therapeutic for yeah. Like, Get them down dishwasher. Dishwasher. Like, you know, a yeah. Like, <laughs> I'll check,
1: I'll see you in there.
2: I know some people yes. that like being outside mm-hmm. and gardening is like therapeutic to them. Like yeah. that, yeah. that
1: you know, gives them energy and things like that. So that's okay. Keep doing those things. Yeah, it just goes back to being able to, you know, your life is your choice. Yes. And you get to keep the things that you want to do at home, just like you get to keep the things that you want to do at work. And you have the opportunity to leverage out the rest. Perfect. Love that. All right, well, so then uh, let's get into the juicy part of today. Uh, we've kind of broken these things up into categories. And the first one we've got is, I know a lot of us struggle with this, which is the family meal prep, or
0: family meal as charged. Uh, <laughs> so I have maybe five meals that I'm really good at cooking, and when you repeat those five meals every week, yeah.
3: I feel like we all that are. That makes me feel I better. I think that's everybody, isn't it? What is are that? they? So I make a yours? really mean
0: lasagna, which also means spaghetti sauce. So that's pretty killer. Ooh. Um, Ooh. That's two, basically, right? So that's but like then two. you know, then you have leftovers of those. Okay. So then okay. it's like, yeah. we'll say, Shell, now we've eaten this for like six days in a row. And I'm like, but it's still great. Um, I do a really good shepherd's pie. <laughs> um, like a lot of salads. I, I mean, recipe. galore. But you know what six-year-old's gonna love to eat all of our salads. And then I make a really great like huge breakfast for dinner spread and then a really good chicken soup. Mm. A healing homemade mm. chicken soup. But like, la- like lasagna, I-, I had a stuffed shells, which is basically lasagna and a stuffed shell, right? And I've totally burned Nick out on that. Like he cannot eat stuffed shells anymore. <laughs> but so the point though of the <laughs> leverage is, is that you know maybe you're like us where you have five meals and you don't want to repeat those five meals every week for the rest of your life. You want... Some help with that. You want creativity. You want leverage. And cooking takes a lot of time. You know, it takes forty-five minutes to an hour and a half, depending on what you're making, chopping and prepping and shopping, shopping and thinking. Yeah, and thinking. that for me was the hardest part was the creativity around the thinking. Like my mother-in-law is this incredible. She can look at the fridge, put any. I know, Sarah, I think your mother-in-law is like that too. Where it's like she can put anything together out of her fridge, and it's this delicious meal. And I look at it, and I just see those five meals. That's like all I can see. Yeah, you can do that. That's very impressive. <laughs>
2: That's yes, Wendy has skills in this area. I I mm-hmm. follow you, Wendy, with it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I love how much you share on your Instagram. With her. I'm yeah. always like inspired by it.
3: Remember your lesson for last year, where you take everything and you make something out of it. What was it called a French? Oh, uh, panardu. Yeah, that's your. Yeah, superpower. are you a
2: maximizer? You must have maximizer, Wendy. I do. That's what maximizers do. Yeah, they it. make the most
1: of whatever in. they are, they have. You that's know what? Amazing. We should do
3: a strength finder that's, episode. We'll put that on that's the list. Finder. We should. That's yes, a that's a good strength finder. Great yes.
1: idea. Somebody, what, what, somebody, I want write that down. <laughs> 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 so I digress. Write that <laughs> down <laughs> and text it to us,
2: please. So I digress back to our meal prep okay, hold on. guys. <laughs> yeah, um, so if, <laughs> I have something to add for the meal prep. Uh, that okay. I that I think is important. And I've noticed with a lot of like young moms, okay? So if you have someone that comes into your home that helps you with your kids, a lot of moms I found are guilty around putting other things on their nanny or on them because obviously the kids are the priority, right? But we, you can make the job description whatever you yeah. want it to be to help you. And as long as you set the expectation with that person and they agree to it, right, and and you're paying them fairly for it, do not feel guilty. So a big thing that I did that that honestly was a life changer for me around meal prepping is we have a nanny that comes into our home and part of her job description is Monday through Friday, she cooks dinner for us. So Mm -hmm. when I get home around six o'clock, dinner is already ready. I sit down, we have dinner, we have family time. But that is part of her sort of job description. And then on the weekends, of course, sometimes we work cooking together as a, as a family. But it's been a huge thing for me. So don't feel... When I brought it up with other moms, they've said, well, I don't... Can I ask them to do that? Like, yes, you can You can ask them. You can prep them for it. You can you know, increase their pay if you need to, because that will help you. Whatever you need to do to make it feel like a win-win between you and your child care provider. But honestly, that's something you can for sure add to the
1: list. I'm just remembering the time you texted us the the eggs that you made for your kids.
0: (laughs) She was super proud. I don't remember that. (laughs) I think it was like a sandwich,
1: actually. It it was a great
2: sandwich. (laughs) I was like, mom of the year over here, you guys. I made my child A
0: couple of things too to help you with the food prep would be like either leveraging the menu, right? And that could be through things like Blue Apron. I even put out on social media asking for a local chef that makes meals each
3: week. Okay, so one of my friends does that. One of my best friends has a... Because of COVID, he's a, um, he was a former catering chef. And he comes to their house twice a week. And it's about... I can't remember how much it is. And he makes enough for them and their parents that live about five minutes away. And they love it. She said the kid, her kids' friends come over. They have this menu posted. It's kind of turned into this whole... It's been amazing. It's almost been a lifestyle change. She said he, he got them a lifestyle. They bought a lifestyle when they got a chef. And she's been a little embarrassing. We have a personal chef. But that's what they have. You know, they're not... They don't have a private jet. They're not sort of what, what you necessarily think about with this. But I think it's a great use of your money, especially when you look at your DoorDash and your mm-hmm. Uber Eats and mm-hmm. your... Oh, outlets, yeah. It adds up. You know? Oh, and, yeah. it up.
0: It's, and it's so right? great having and your, your for most of last year. Yeah. And it ended up being like $100 to $120 a week for five nights worth of meals. And it was amazing. amazing. And, you know, there's just three of us. Obviously, obviously, if you have a bigger family, it could be, you know, up to 200 or 250 But like you think about that, that's... Amazing um, to be able to have that.
2: I mean, a lot of these things help your health, right? So, like, you're controlling what comes into your house, right? Uh, They also help you financially, like, if you are eating out a lot and paying for all of those things because Mm -hmm. you haven't had time to figure out what's for dinner and you're going to stop in, you know? And so, like, a lot of these items that we're mentioning not only do they help your business grow and you be happier when you're at home, they also help in other aspects of your life
1: and and i would also just say is that a lot of these things are they're caretaking for ourselves it can be self care you know a lot of well times set. as leaders we are pouring into others and just we're not getting a lot back you know that's 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 part of leadership is is where where the output is often more than the input and so it's a kind of care to have to, to come home and have your have someone cooked din- it and cook that. It is. And it feels so good. You, you know, know, and so, also too, if yeah. you
0: enjoy the cooking at home, you could also, you know, utilize someone to do your grocery shopping, whether it's, you know, ordering online and picking up the groceries or like Instacart or any of these like favor, or any of these grocery store delivery services now. Um, that, you know, I think that's been a huge gift we've been given during COVID is the ability to have so many delivery options now to the house that we didn't have before this.
2: So before we move on, let's quickly run through. So we, so my ideas that we have are things that we do. Instacart, Blue Apron, is Rosebud? What
1: is Rosebud in Austin? Um, you, well, so do you guys remember when we went out to dinner via? Yes. yeah And yeah. we saw that little thing to sign up for meal delivery. That's what it yes. is. Got a, I got an email this week, so... Awesome. Nice. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. Um, so being a local chef,
2: which Via mentioned, using the crock pot helps with meal prep, uh, meal planning on Sunday, including your children, right? So when you have, uh, when they're old, old enough, they can help with cooking. And so there's multiple things that you can do, but we want, I want to quickly run through those for our listeners.
3: It. And of course, I get to talk about the clothing and beauty segment because, <laughs> of course, I do. <laughs> okay. I have so many things like, so, so many things. We could literally do a whole episode. Well, on and can I just,
1: can one. I, we yeah. start just by saying that women, especially, spend an inordinate amount of their personal time? What? Figuring out what to wear, making themselves look good, getting their eyes done, waxing, shaving, haircuts—all of that stuff—and and that's fine and that's awesome if that's what you want to do, uh, but it does take a lot of time. Yeah, a lot it of time does just just it more does. than we think. Yeah.
3: Oh, it completely does, and as we get more mature and have more life experience, that time increases. As I'm as I'm learning. <laughs> <laughs> Translation: When you get older, you're more expensive, and you take <laughs> longer. <laughs> Says the oldest one here. Okay, so here's my big thing, and um, and I do enjoy clothes and beauty. It, I do. I, you know, it's it's sort of like a um, part of this. Like we talked about, is a hobby. You know, you guys talked about it. You know, do we get some joy out of this? I love clothing and beauty. I absolutely hate shopping. I hate shopping in real life. So, one of my big hacks is I find go to brands that I like. Like, for instance, uh, I don't even know if we're allowed to say brands, but I'm going to. My go to like uniform at work is probably Banana Republic. I mean, you know, at the end of the day, like most of my pants are Banana Republic. But I know my size is there. I know the cuts. I know the styles, which means I can shop online. So, once I know my brand, and there's other brands, right? Once I know my brands in the various stores and the styles and the cuts, then I can look for sales, then I can you know, kind of look at the alerts. And then it's really quite enjoyable for me at 9 at night to kind of chill out on shop on my computer, actually. I really enjoy it. And then what I'm finding more and more now online is if you do know your brand... And by the way, buying makeup on, on Sephora now... It'll color match you based on uh, your other brand's colors. So if you're looking for a particular color, it'll say, we can do this online and you can return it if it doesn't work. What color are you in this brand? Like for foundation, for instance, and it'll say, great, we think you're this color. I don't know if you guys knew that or not. Yeah, it's awesome. So I've done. I used to do rent the runway all the time. I absolutely think that is a brilliant concept. I cannot stress it enough. You know, you can rent your clothes, and you'll find yourself wearing more adventurous clothes. You'll find yourself like trying clothes that you've never, you never wear. Have you guys done it? it. Before, Especially rent when you're runway? in
0: conference season, it was fabulous just to be able to mm-hmm. order like travel, like just order it and immediately then ship it back from the hotel. It was fabulous.
3: Yeah. They're, I, and to be clear, they, they have a subscription service where it comes regularly and you can have three or four or five pieces at a time and then you just send them back and all the... It's just really, really great. So I know a lot of people use Stitch Fix. I've used similar things and that's where um you guys might want to jump in, but that's where they they send you a box that they've curated, right? Every month and then it's mm-hmm. quite easy to send pieces back that you don't like, by if I, if I recall. I don't use Stitch yeah. Fix, but
1: it's a I I think it's 5 pieces. I did it for a while and then there's a personal stylist on the other end who's curating mm-hmm. it for you and So you're inputting a lot of information about what you want and what your style is. And then they send you stuff. So again, just saves time. And you're going to be getting things and wearing things that are a little bit more fun and more adventurous than you might have otherwise.
3: Okay. So do you want another kind of a fun thing to do and a really great way to leverage if you're losing weight or getting fit? This one was highly motivating for me. Okay. There's boxes and honestly, I can't remember the brand, but they have fitness clothes, clothes boxes, right? And it is so motivating when you're working out. It almost makes you get out there and work out when you're getting these like a stitch fix box in the mail every month was super cute for galleries. Like, like, I, I or kid you like not that, right? it was yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah I didn't do that one, but you know what? There is that one. That's the um yeah anyway. Also there's MM Lafleur. I mean there's all sorts of these these subscription based boxes, right? That I think are really, really great.
2: Uh, the other thing for personal care and health and beauty, I I'm down to only washing my hair once a week, and yeah, the rest of the days good. I use dry shampoo. And my my oh, yeah. hair my, my hair person is actually who who told me you're washing your hair too much. It's actually bad for you, bad for mm-hmm. your hair. So stop washing your hair. And I I my hair is like looking really. It good. It looks great. Yeah. yeah. It and looks I, fantastic. So I listened to her, and I'm I'm down. To, I've saved so much time. I have really thick hair, and so she's like, you can't be washing it that much.
3: Okay, question, Sarah. Yes. Did it take a while for your hair to kind of adjust? It took my hair a while to adjust to it. Or did it just happen? Was it fine right away?
2: No, I think it was fine right away. Yeah, using the dry shampoo. And I mean, I had to try a lot of different Brands to find the one that mm. worked well with my hair, but yeah. after I found the brand that worked well for it, I'm I'm a big believer in dry shampoo. It has saved me time, and then also all of the things like online shopping. I just want to add in because Via mentioned you know because of returns, build a system around returns because what was ho- holding me back from doing online shopping was that that I was wasn't returning them, and I was like, okay, I need someone to help me with returns. So then that way I can move fast when I'm ordering something try on what fits and you know, and then have a system to where it goes back. And so build a system around it or, or get help for that too. I you know what exactly. that am really back good time, at the return. So I don't to try feel the guilt ones. on the purchase
0: because I know it's going to go That's back. Good. Another one that has saved me a ton is having a personal stylist come once a year and help pick out outfits for the season. And so literally, she'll come through once a year mm. and she'll help me clean out Ooh. all the junk I don't need. She puts together all the outfits. We take photos of them and it's like, you know, two hundred and fifty bucks, and I'm done for the like <laughs> done for the season. It's amazing. So if you haven't done that, I highly wow. recommend it because then you just have an album of photos with your outfits, and you're like, what am I going to wear for this? And you just boop. and Via <laughs> is freaking it's out. It's great. It's going to exploding. Them, you know, because you're like, I'm oh, I've like, got this event coming up, but they oh. know your whole closet. Did you have a whole album? And they can.
3: Okay, I'm pretty sure this guy's parted and the angels just (laughs) appeared. That is Uh, an amazing, amazing hack that I will completely
2: use. Well, well, the other big thing, and I did this for about six months. I did it for a long time. I just bought uh, 10 different black dresses and that's all I wore to work was a black dress. And it was sort of my uniform, so then that way I wasn't having to think about it because of the brain space. It got boring for me. I mean, like, mm-hmm. I, and so I like color and stuff. So I was like, I love black too. But, um, but you can have a uniform. A lot of guys do that. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's more mm-hmm. of a guy thing. But honestly, yeah. like, well, think girls about
1: girls can do it too. Yeah, yeah. Well, think about, um, you know, Steve Jobs and yeah, his whole black outfit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it yeah. does take again time, energy, thinking, and especially especially for women, you know, it's like you have your you have your outfit and then you've got to have matching earrings and maybe a necklace and your shoes and a handbag and so it's it can be a lot of Uh, thinking time, you know.
3: So So before we kind of wrap up clothing and beauty, the last thing, Wendy, that reminded me. The last thing is sometimes a good way to do your outfit planning for the week. Like if you want to do it on a Sunday, and by the way, I recommend at least the night before to kind of save that decision energy, you know, so that you're not kind of waking up. It's a lot smoother. If you have your if you have your outfit, but if you want to do it for the week, think about packing. So plan it out, packing. Like you know how when you're packing things, you've you've got your accessories. You know, I can't remember, these earrings. because you can only pack so many things, right? So if you kind of think, well, what am I going to quote unquote pack for the week mm. and put in my closet, right? That's smart. Yeah. So clothing and beauty is you know find the brands you like, go to the store once. And try things on. And then you do the rest online and you look for sales. We like Stitch Fix. We like boxes. We like all sorts of things.
2: Okay. So just to recap uh, the clothing and beauty, find the brands you like. Uh, you can do Stitch Fix, rent the runway. So you, those, those subscription models, uh, getting a personal stylist, right? And helping you with that. You can have them come into your home, which I love that what Seychelles uh, shared, or of course, Nordstroms has that option. Other stores has that ha- has that option. We got dry shampoo. M- looking at how often you're you're washing your hair and fixing your hair will save on time. Uh, picking out your night fit the night your outfit night fit your yeah. outfit the night before, and of course, maybe having a uniform right, having uh, what you wear to work to where you don't have to really give that your energy. So we talked about personal sort of maintenance. So now we're going to talk about back to sort of our home life, right? Which is maintenance, both on the exterior of your home and, of course, on the interior of your home. So, anything to do with both what what you have to on your plate, or even you want you want to sort of teach your spouse these things as well. I mean, I know I learned from you guys, and then I'm you know at, at night I'm talking to George like, hey, like I learned this today. Maybe we should do this different, right? Uh, but a couple things I know for me was a a big deal was getting someone to cut the grass right? And so then we're not having to take the time uh, to do that. If you do have a pool, getting a cleaner set up. And and what does that look like, Wendy? I know you have a pool in terms of logistics-wise. Is that They just come once a
1: week. and Yeah, once a week. And they come and clean and do the chemicals and make sure it's in good working order. Yeah, it's... Just like maintenance almost. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other thing is like, I love supporting the like
2: young entrepreneurs. <laughs> it, like and, and so anytime I see a young person like going after it, we have this eight-year-old boy that is cleaning out trash cans right now in our neighborhood. Hmm. Uh, and so he'll come to your house and he'll clean out your trash can, which I thought was so, so unique, it's right? So great.
1: Yeah, um, I love that. Yeah,
2: it's amazing. But picking weeds, I know snow removal. So anytime it snows, we're like, what? You know what neighborhood kids like shoveling, and we would love to support him. And obviously, it helps us. Um, so anything to do with the exterior of your home, just be thinking about that of who you can maybe leverage or hire. You can for that. you can
1: even get uh, sometimes neighborhood kids to come pick up your your dog poo. Oh yeah, yes. Yeah. Oh, they do yeah, have, I have that dog walkers. Yeah.
2: They have companies mm-hmm. for that too, as well. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Dog walkers, yep, orders, yeah. um, and then of course interior, which is a big deal, right? Uh, but getting a housekeeper that changes your life, having a housekeeper come in, and in the beginning, like it's okay to do it like monthly, like right? If if it's a big financial ask for you, like have it monthly versus it doesn't have to be weekly. I mean, we don't even get it weekly; we do every two weeks in our home,
1: and then also like fish tank cleaner. I think Wendy, you had done that, right? (laughs) Yeah. Well, I always thought Jay wanted a fish tank. And so I don't know why I thought that. And then you know how you sometimes sell a house and they've got something that they want to get rid of and you're like, oh yeah, I'll take that off your hands. And, uh, and so somebody had a, they were moving, I think out of the country. And so I said, oh, sure. Jay's always wanted a fish tank. And then I brought it home Jay was like, what, (laughs) why do you have this? And, uh, and then, and then of course he got the responsibility of cleaning it. And so then he, he grew to like resent the fish and, um, and it would take forever to like take all the rocks out. And then I thought, gosh, you know. I wonder if I could get someone to come in and clean my fish tank. And so, for forty five dollars, this guy comes in. You know, it was like not even once a month, maybe once every couple months. Yeah, they they they're super fast. They have a system around everything, and the fish tank then looks amazing. And you've spent you know fifty bucks, whereas it was hours and hours of Jay's time, and then also his like you know grumbling about it and all of that. So <laughs> that it was is really fair. I have well two said.
0: other to add. To I this. love that. One is like in the lines of it may not be the exterior of your home, but it like has made a big difference for us. We found a vet that would come to our house. And so they come, we have COVID puppy, his name is Atari. he's adorable. And uh, they'll trim the dogs, they'll come and trim the dog's nails at your house. And they'll also come and do the vet appointment. So I don't have to drive to the vet, which is awesome. Um, and then the other one is, we had a landscaper come and help us plan our backyard with native plants. So that there's a lot less maintenance mm. and weeding and... All of the things that go along with that. Cause I just, you know, like when you're not a horticulturist, you don't know what to plant and what needs what sun and how it really works. And uh, it's just, it's not my gift. And so we ended up having a landscaper come and do that. And she did a phenomenal job. And it, has lasted now four years, and last most of it lasted through a huge like winter storm we had with like ice for several days um, in Texas, which is like never happens. So, like that was a great leverage point too, and ended up saving us thousands over the last several years of replacing plants all the time.
2: Well, I think there's all, there's so many things that we don't even know about or think about, right? Like we've been interviewing uh, pool companies, and one of my team members came in, and I, team members came in, and I was like drawing pictures of like what I was thinking it was going to look like, and. He was like, You know, there's co- landscape architects that will plan it all out for you and present to you. And there, he was like, You're spending a lot of time and energy yes. on like envisioning these things. That's you what can we hire were doing. someone to do that. Yes, and then totally. they help you. Like, the your yes, exactly.
0: plants. Like, if you're trying to make things look great, I called our local flower shop and had them source all at, Like, I have a fig tree next to me while we're recording right now. Those of you listening can't see it, but it's this beautiful fig. And I called her and was like, Hey, I you know it I want beautiful. plants that will give oxygen in the home and like help replenish oxygen and do, you know like like help get rid of toxins and all those things and they know all of those different pieces so she goes to the flower mart they also have beautiful live plants there and so she sourced them potted them delivered them I literally did nothing and it was no more expensive than going to the store myself and buying them so that was great too I love that that so awesome. smart! I love that. Well,
1: and then rolling into our next category, which is the category of finances, and you know, the, as we know, money can be a big headache between couples, and so you know, you can definitely get leverage to help your relationship, and then also, you know, for things that you're not good at. So. I started my real estate journey as a real estate investor. And so I always used to do the finances for all of our, you know, I used to basically do the books. For all of our investment properties. And what typically would happen is is I would, because I'm not that careful, is I would give all my stuff to my my accountant and he'd say, Oh, you know, we kind of need a bookkeeper to come and clean your books up a little bit. And so what I realized was is if if I just got a bookkeeper on the front end, I wouldn't have to do it. I'm only paying a little bit more, you know. So, so definitely getting a bookkeeper. And for sure, if you have a business, you should, you should have this, but you can get a bookkeeper at home. A tax professional, right? If you as the as your life gets bigger, you probably don't want to be doing your own taxes. You're you can get your personal assistant or or even your bookkeeper to come in and pay your bills for you. I know a lot of people, you know, when you're blowing and going, you're not always thinking about paying your bills. Another way to leverage uh that is to set up all your bills on auto pay, right? Or get your assistant to come in and do all that. So you literally are only paying those bills that are kind of unusual and that you're not going to have every week. And then you can deposit checks via your bank's mobile app. I think a lot of people kind of know that after this year. But even just a couple of years ago, that was pretty, pretty different. Do you guys have people pay your personal bills? Barb does.
2: I do. I'm writing that down because that's not... I mean,
0: it takes a good Mm -hmm. amount of my time. I do that in our house. I just schedule it twice Mm -hmm. a month. I have two days a month that I go in and schedule all of them like that are coming up.
1: I do it one, I do it once a month, but it takes. So, it takes me about thirty minutes. A month. Yeah, yeah. I just have her open all the bills. I mean, just having even just opening the envelopes and stuff takes. That's coming, huge. You know? Yeah, that's good. I'm writing that down. Just yeah. general yeah.
2: things, right? So that those are awesome financial ones. I think that's huge. And then we've got general ones
0: uh, that I think I mm. I learn a lot. Yeah, these are just like simple life hacks. Yeah, They're I mean, one hacks, of the one yeah. of the best ones is is like, what can you yeah. buy in bulk or like you know through Costco that you just have it on stock cuz you know you're going to use it throughout the year so don't buy it once every other week buy it like once a quarter um so all of your toiletries and main household supplies and also like products like you know for Amazon you can do subscribe and save one hack for the gift giving which takes for me like I think gift giving can take a lot of time and energy is like anytime you know a family member mentions something I have a list running on my phone and I just type it in there and save it or our daughter, anytime we're in the store and she wants something, instead of buying it, we take a picture of it and add it to a like little shared photo album that becomes then like the birthday or the Christmas list.
1: Well, and I think Seychelle, especially when your kids are little, you like I just remember in kindergarten you are going to a birthday party almost every weekend and and you're trying to think of like, Mm -hmm. oh, this present and that present. What you can do is is you, you can go to Target or send your assistant to Target and just find something that an eight-year-old would want, or a seven-year-old girl would want, or a boy, or whatever, and then you just mm-hmm. you just keep it on your shelf. So you're, so, yes. I mean, I know you guys have all been there, where it's like, oh yeah, OMG, oh, sure. yes. I got a I got a party today, yes. and you don't want to tell your six-year-old yeah. daughter like, oh, guess yeah. what. You don't get to bring a present. <laughs> You're yeah. Like, oh. I'm <laughs> mom. I'm going to be this mom exactly. at the party. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. 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 Sure. I think, yeah. I think that is
2: awesome. I mean, spe- speaking of kids, uh, another thing is... I mean, and that's what George and I have been racking our brain around. Like anything that you can tie your kids in to do for earning... Mm -hmm. some allowance and then also teaching them. I know, Wendy, you're so so good at that. But just like tying them into, you know, George George mentioned to me this week, what about our kids Mm -hmm. picking up your clothes? where there are a lot of suspicions. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, that mm. sounds wonderful. And I'm thinking, I don't know if that... I'm That's not sure. True. What <laughs> lesson am I teaching? Yeah, what, exactly. What lesson? So I had to think about that one. But uh,
1: there are some <laughs> other ones that we can, uh, yeah. that we can well, do. Gus, Gus, my son, walks walks the dog and he does laundry. And he gets paid $2, $2 a day to do each. So and he does... I love whole, that. Not, not his mm-hmm. laundry, but the whole family's laundry. And he just puts his headphones on and goes and he does his chores, you know? Um, and then, of course, they, they have chores that they do without getting paid to. But, and then if you have a particularly entrepreneurial kid, I think you want to work that. I don't particularly have kids who are super motivated by money, but if you have one,
0: work it. Quinn is all about it. it. She <laughs> has tried to figure out how she can hire other kids on the block to do things for her and make overrides on that. I'm like, oh, I'm like, I like that's that. good, but oh. also... Like, That's What her are teaching here? So we've had to pick and choose which things we're <laughs> yeah. leveraging because she was like, well, you know, like, I will... I'll sell you this toy, right? And all she's like getting into like very... It, I don't know. It's interesting. <laughs> she's trying to pay kids to rake the leaves the other that. day. Well, another, awesome. and
1: another just general efficiency thing is, is you can just... All the little tasks that you have to do, you can put them down on a list and then just create like... 15-minute chunks where you can knock things out. So like change your light bulbs, put folded clothes away, hang pictures. Like you might have just a little time block in your thing where it's like, every day at 5.30, I knock out a few little things. Um, and that way things don't pile up. Yeah, I'm seeing your maximizer shine through. Your maximizer strength shine through on this
2: episode, Wendy. That's, a, that's
0: awesome. <laughs> then, I love that. Then um, so let's much. talk about technology, right? Like some of the different apps that we have that help us with this too. I know for travel, like TripIt and Waze help a ton when it comes to maximizing your time. And then I also have where like, I just have a, a packing list saved for each season and we just print that off and use that to pack. I know that's not necessarily an app, but it's an efficiency where I just have an ex- a Google sheet of different packing lists. I know Wendy, when we do our $5 trips, right? You have like a Google sheet saved for all the grocery list and the packing associated with that. I think anytime if you're making a list once, you might as well make it in a Google sheet or something like that and save it so you can reuse yeah. it next time. So yeah. smart.
1: Well, and then just having your travel kit. That's right. full of everything that you need. So you're not moving things in there. I mean, obviously, we're not traveling a lot this year, but all of us travel a lot and hope to travel a lot again. And just
0: having your to-go bag. I'm having to get to back go. into that again. We're traveling for the first time like via car today and like packing I was like oh my yeah. gosh I forgot how to do this
1: <laughs> well and you can and you can do that like so I I
0: was finding that I had a makeup
1: bag and um I was finding I had to like go all the way over to my purse pull the makeup bag out do that and so I just decided to buy two of everything so I've got like my makeup bag in my purse and then I've got one you know at my at my sink in my bathroom and, well the, you know, it's it's not a it's just thinking you know it's all those little thinking things that we do like how could I do that day. better or with saving yeah. time I love that yeah the, the big thing that came up with me with technology
2: through like covid and the team being a part and honestly just being part of even this podcast with you guys I love to write things down and I'm a big I still do, and I have the Panda planner and everything. But sharing notes or sharing in mm-hmm. Google Drive with other people mm-hmm. and other team mm-hmm. members, and so instead of writing it down, putting it in the Google Drive, so then everyone has access to it, and then you're not having to take what's in your notebook and type it up. I mean, that sounds you sort know of silly, but I was doing that. To
0: plus, that too, Sarah. There are the like apps on your phone or on your iPad too. If you decide to move from paper to the iPad and you write your notes still. That will transcribe that into like Word or PDF for you too, so that you can take that and just share that directly. The other thing too, you mentioned Google is a shared Google calendar. That has like saved my life where we can invite family members and like for vacations and stuff like that, we can invite people so that they know when we're traveling. That's been huge. I love that. I love that.
1: So and then the only other thing I would just add with with technology is a list app. I don't know if you guys use this, but especially if you've got multiple people going to the grocery store, going to Target, going to Costco, going to whatever. And so, you know, between Jay and I and, and our assistants, we have lists for all of those things. And every time we're, you know, we're like, oh, we're out of salsa, you know, put that down on your list app. And then if you're going to the grocery store or your partner is going to the grocery store or somebody else is going to the grocery store for you, then there's not all this. I think a lot of people spend a lot of time going to and from like the grocery store and, and Target and things like that. I mean, there are probably people listening, you know, and, and I can remember when, especially when I was a, when I had younger kids, it was like fun to go to Target, you know, but. And, the, and that's still what, is this is my husband. Target. My, my amazing yeah.
2: husband goes to the grocery store like three to four times a week. Yeah. And I keep telling him, like, why? But I think he likes, he's got to like it. Like, I'm he's like, probably like it. <laughs> yeah. You know? I'm like, yeah. And so, no, there are, but it is a lot of time. It's a lot of time. Right? It's a lot yeah, of time. Lot so of you time. can save. Yeah. You can save time for sure. The other big time piece, of course, all of the mo- moms and parents, I mean, dads too, childcare. I mean, we, we see this as a bit, as a big deal with in, in our industry with, in real estate. Right. That hold people back from being able to get into real estate is, is not having childcare. Right. So getting a part time nanny. I know when my mom got into real estate, we didn't ha- she didn't have the money for, uh, for childcare, but there was a young mom in the neighborhood and she said, would you be willing to accept payment when I close a house? So instead of paying her throughout the time, would you be willing to accept it when it's closed? Just keep your hours and then I will pay you when I have that closing. And she said, yes. And that is how she got... She started selling homes was through that that woman that helped her. So uh, yep, having childcare is important. Also bringing your kids along on certain things that are appropriate is also okay. Like I had to have a mind shift around that. And then I started researching parents that were busy business owners that raised good kids. like I did this whole research on them. And the one thing that they did more than anything is they actually brought their kids along mm-hmm. to, to things that they did and they were teaching them
0: as
1: they go. I learned to walk in my parents'
0: office. Well. I mean, I was raised in their entire business
1: the whole time. I love that. Yeah, no, I always drag my kids along, and they—I think they're probably slightly tortured as a result. But yeah. Um, yeah, even just taking your kids to the bank and and depositing commission checks, like I always used to say, "Hey, this is why mommy works," you know, and this mm-hmm. is this is how we get to go to Disney World, and yeah. like just connecting it all the conversation dots too, because they're curious
0: about it. Like they want to know why you're. You know, if you're in real estate showing houses or while you're meeting with clients or what you're preparing for, well,
1: and just a few other childcare things. You can get an after school manager who's in charge of after school pickups, snacks, homework. They can drop them off to their activities. You can hire a college kid. If you have three children and they're all doing activities, sports activities, that's almost a full time job. And, you know, you can hire someone to do that for you. Uh, you can do mom's day out. And then highly, highly, highly recommend... You know, Jay and I have been doing a date night every single Wednesday for... Not every single Wednesday, but most Wednesdays for over 13 years now. And we've been over on over 500 dates. And I like Wednesday because you can always get a babysitter on a Wednesday. You can't always get a babysitter on a Friday or a Saturday. And if you, if you plan it in advance, then you're good. I love that. Uh, the
2: homework is a big deal. So my Olivia is eight. Okay. And her teacher had to have like a a meeting with us and was like, so eight's too young for self-study because she was failing her test. No one told us they are test starting tests. Okay. So we didn't know. First kid. Okay. And so then we had to start this new homework routine and it was like, it's a lot. And I was thinking three kids, three homework routines. Like, and so immediately I was like, We've got to, you know. Every time I was like raising my voice while trying to teach her how this thing that I forgot how to do, I was like, "Why am I doing this? Like, I'm horrible at it, and it's not helping us." Like, I like so like I love that you added that in, Wendy, because that's a that's a huge thing. I mean, as as your kids get older, huge thing. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And then last one is really just getting leverage around your health. So we talked a lot about food, obviously. You could hire someone to set your supplements up for you if you wanted to. You could hire a personal trainer to come to your house for weekly workout sessions. Jay and I have been doing this for a long time. And honestly, guys, long before we could really comfortably afford it, but... For us, exercise is the first domino. It's, it's the reason that we can do everything that we can do. And if we don't have that, then nothing else happens. And so we always made that a big priority for us. You could walk during sports practice. So uh, if you drop your kids off, you can...
0: That's what we've started doing. The kids play at the park and we walk laps around the big park or run laps around it while they're playing. I love that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Any other health
2: tips? Yeah. I mean, no, these are, these are awesome. And I just want to mention as we're sort of closing out this episode, you know, and I've said this on stage before and I, I want to make sure all of our listeners hear it, especially those that carry a lot of pre- like pressure at home, right? All the things at home are sort of on them. And it, uh, it does end up being mi- mainly females, right? In the very beginning of building our business, I was comparing my P and L of my business to a PL of a man with a stay-at-home wife and who was doing a lot at home for him, right? But I was having to pay someone and I never could get to the right percentages. And it was driving me nuts because I'm such like a book follower. Like, well, this is what the model says, right. And what I learned is, you know, that's the models are a guide for us. But it's okay to, if you know that you need this help at home to allow for you to be more involved in your business, to increase that dollar per hour, like please hear us. Like you have our permission to do it. And I'm telling you, it helps catapult your business to sort of the next phase and you're happier. So, big business, big life, that's what we're about here. And that will help you have a big business and a big life. Freaking
0: awesome. Yes. We're over here, Harding. I love that. (laughs) Drop drop the mic. If you do nothing else, take that away from the mic. That is awesome.
1: Well, guys, today was super juicy. We learned how to figure out our hourly wage. We talked about uh, how to get rid of that leverage guilt if you have it. And we came up with, I don't even know how many ways, 50 plus ways to leverage yourself at home through through other people, through technology, and really just through systems. So today was awesome. I personally took plenty of notes. And so I hope you guys go out and do the same and implement at least a couple of these. Maybe share it with a friend, right? Especially this one is great to share with a
0: friend because it's just full of juicy ideas. And if you took something away, write a review. We want to like write a review for us because we want to know what you implemented. Like we we look at those, we pay attention to the reviews. We want to see what's working for you so that we can cheer you on and and congratulate you I love that Seychelles. So go out there, guys. Have a big business and even bigger life. Bye, guys.
1: Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to Empire Building. If you like what you heard, join our tribe by subscribing on your favorite podcast platform and help us spread the word by leaving a five-star rating and review. Until next time, wishing you a life worth living. And remember, you are an empire builder.